Hi, I'm Jack Lyons, and I'm your host for episode 26 of the Wit Viking Sport Podcast. If you want to catch up on our previous podcasts, you can catch us on all your, all the main platforms or wherever you normally get your podcasts. Uh, we're once again coming to you from a slightly different setting uh, as we continue our podcast on the Zoom platform. Today, we'll be chatting around the team of being back in action and the importance of sports and society to students in WIT. After almost seven months, the Wit Viking Sports office has now finally reopened its doors. Uh, there's no doubt we are certainly reopening our doors to a new world, a world we must all adapt to now and work and work with it as best we can. Uh, with Viking Sports are no different in that sense, and we've been hard working, hard at work over the last number of months, so that we can pro- provide students with a sports and club, our sport clubs and societies experience, while also adhering at all times to public health guidelines. Uh, so today we have the full complement. Uh, we're joined by Sean Gagan and Katie Redmond uh, from the With Viking Sports office. So welcome, lads. Thanks, Jack. Hi, Jack. Uh, Sean, we might start with you. Uh, as I said there uh, just a couple of seconds ago, uh, it's nearly seven months now since we closed the doors in the office. Uh, can you give a brief overview of what lockdown has looked like and what, what how how we've been active, I suppose, over the last uh, seven months? In the last seven months, I mean, it's just been kind of trying to stay active online and engaging students in different ways. Uh, obviously, we've been kind of, we've yet to see students since March or February. Uh, so we've been doing a lot of work on social media, kind of doing different uh, initiatives, kind of engage students in different ways. Um, but now we're kind of looking forward to the next step of hopefully welcoming back to some kind of on the field action and, and on in the court action and stuff like that. So looking forward to the next step. Brilliant, Jess. So obviously in the sports office, you'll be, you'll be working with uh, plenty of clubs this year. But uh, most notably, I suppose the bigger clubs that you'll be working with is the is the soccer club and rugby club. Um, how are competitions looking likely to run uh, with with these sports uh, throughout this year? As of now, in this ever-changing climate, um, soccer will be kind of running kind of regionalised small groups competitive-wise. Uh, so they're going to regionalise it for, for three teams in each group and then the winner of that group goes through to quarterfinals and semifinals, etc. Uh, rugby and some of the other sports have run differently where they're just kind of running kind of semi-competitive games between colleges, not really in competitions. Um, and then maybe concentrating on cup competitions then after Christmas when the situation's a bit clearer. Um, for some of our smaller day, uh, we're lucky that some of the students take a leading role in those clubs, like your kind of table tennis and badminton and karting and tennis and those things, uh, so that they're kind of taking the lead on that. Uh, recruiting students come into, coming into who might be in and around Warford that might still want to play um, so some of those we work in will be held in WA Arena and on main campus here as well. And then some of the kind of exterior clubs like go karting and tennis will be run in kind of our partnerships like St. Anne's and, and, and um, non-stop karting. Uh, and they'll obviously be kind of look, looking around those COVID guidelines and we'll be respecting those guidelines. Uh, so looking forward to kind of a different array of competitions, both recreational and competitive. Um, hopefully that it all kind of clears up in the next few weeks so we can Host all these things and students can connect with the college that way. Yeah, definitely. I'd say it's um, it's, it's taking each sport as it comes. I know with the with athletics and, and boxing and ones I'd be involved with, they're 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 kind of lucky in, in in that their training is is quite um, like it's quite easy to social distance and stuff like that. But your kind of team sports and your field sports and even I suppose like the likes of basketball, which is which is a team sport, but but indoors, which which only allows kind of six in a pod and stuff like that. It's quite difficult for training, but. Uh, I suppose it's it's a case that that we just want to bring that experience still for 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 students and and make sure it's there for them if if they want, especially your students that would be close to Waterford or 
or in a round that, that still want to take part. It's, it's a case of, of having that available for them, I suppose. Um, Katie, just to you then, obviously, we know you, you look after the GA club in, in Waterford IT and have done for the last couple of years. Um, and there's a lot of kind of talk, I suppose, how the GA has coped with um, with uh, the lockdown and stuff like that. So how are the GA competitions going to look third level this year? Um, I suppose, Jack, as Sean alluded to, um, like any other competition, uh, the GA codes are certainly going to look a little bit different for the year ahead. Um, at the moment, um, for the GA code, so you're hard in your men's football, ladies' football, and camogie. Um, the att- the intention of the NGBs are to run um, a, a league program. Um, I suppose similar to Sean, the league groups will be organised on a regional basis. Um, with games kind of looking to start mid October and then obviously to run up to kind of mid December. Um, then just with regard to handball, at the minute the ICHA, that's the handball um, NGB. Um, they're not looking to run anything formally before Christmas, but again, they're looking at having their um, their competitive competitions after Christmas. Um, I suppose, like the big question is, will there be Fitzgibbon, Sigerson, Ashburn, and O'Connor Cup um, this year? It is hoped that they will be run um, and that they will kind of adhere to their traditional dates after Christmas, and that's the plan at the minute. Um, but um, for now, we're just looking to get teams out on a on a regional basis and kind of you know set that as your platform um for after Christmas when hopefully um the more competitive competitions will return. Yeah, I think that's probably what the question on everyone's lips with the third level GA is is will your will your big competitions like your Ashburn, especially in in Waterford, I know there's there's uh, such interest in the Ashburn team and and the Fitz Fitzgibbon team. It'd be it'd be a shame now if they if they didn't go ahead. But as you said, there it's kind of they're hopeful that they will. Hopefully, that kind of competitive edge to the GA competitions will be after Christmas. Exactly, you know that, that that's what's hoped, and um, I think that's what everyone um, is is aiming for at the minute in the in the GA. So, yeah, with with the GA, I suppose the golden question: Do you see, like obviously we said that competitive edge will be after Christmas, where you'll have your kind of elite players and stuff. Hopefully, back after inter-county duty, but before Christmas, do you see there being that appetite for? games and training and stuff like that do you, have you seen that with the students yet um i suppose in my opinion like i do think there is an appetite um obviously your elite player is only you know um a small proportion of of all your sports um so yeah no definitely um i think there is there will be a massive appetite for sports and societies going forward um you know it is a huge part of the student experience um and i think as sean said already we are all craving a little bit of normality um, in these crazy times and I suppose sports and societies within the college environment does create that little bit of normality so um, it will create a positive distraction for our students so definitely um, I think there is an appetite there and just from talking to some students um, I, I do think that there will be um, interest there for this year before Christmas anyway. So Sean the same to you I suppose with the, the, with the sports that you've been involved with and, and I know you've been touch, touching base with a few of the coaches and stuff like that have you seen that appetite there like are students kind of ready to go again I mean everybody with the competitive teams and even the kind of um, second and third teams from some of the major clubs we have are all interested in playing they all have that connection to the college and connection to the managers and the sports staff as well so I think if they're around the Waterford area around the southeast, and if they're willing to travel down there's there's going to be sport there, and for the most part, they all want to play. Um, I think from the last few years, it's been a great experience for um, a lot of students in, within sport. So they all want to keep that connection going, uh, regardless of the circumstances. So if there's 
some kind of structural competitions or just friendlies, I think a lot of them will still want to play and still want to get involved to see their friends and to see the sports staff and to see the managers and stay connected to the college in that way because I think it's going to be very hard for a lot of first years and second years especially who are just kind of sitting online on, on, on the computer that aren't coming to the campus at all. They will want the, the break of meeting up with their friends and going playing football uh, for just fun or going playing sport for just fun. Um, and, and if it's recreational, going just having fun for an hour in the hall or going playing a match for, for the college. Yeah, I suppose it brings you straight on to my next question is, like, in a year like this year, how important is that social aspect of college sport, uh, like be, be it competitive sport or, or recreation sport? Um, well, just on a, on a personal level, I think it's massive. Um, as Sean said, like, it's it's definitely huge for your first year group, um, you know, um, for them to be able to engage with other people. And it's not just that they're sitting on a computer and everything's virtual, that they actually get to engage physically with people. Uh, is, is very important and you know it, everyone knows the benefits of sport with mental health as well and like for students and um, that's that's a huge part of college um, and that's why I do think that it is so important Um what do, what do you think Sean? Massively I mean that's something that's really spoke about the, from the mental health aspect um, involving sport I mean sport is is one of the key kind of things for new students first years to kind of get involved into the college and meet meet many people from older age groups that are not in their in their class um, and right now you're not going to be have that kind of face-to-face interaction with class or lecturers so you're not going to be building that relationship so sport would be the kind of main way they can do that if there is and allowed to go ahead and recreational go ahead which we're, which we're planning at the minute so if a student's able to go to a, a class or a recreational program or a training session on a monday or wednesday night that's going to be a massive relief for them just to kind of interact with people and get out of the house for the most part yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. Like, you could see, like, even knowing myself when I was in college, like, the first, like, I went up to a college where I was, I was, I went on my own. I didn't know, I didn't go with any of my original friends, say, from, from, uh, from home or anything like that. But the first day where I really got to know people was the first day of, of, of training and stuff like that. So it's huge for, for first year. And I know we've, we've a lot of, um, kind of questions already coming into our social media and email and stuff like that and will sport go ahead and, and how will it go ahead and, and stuff like that so like we're committed to to providing some kind of experience um obviously adhere, adhering to all the guidelines but it's 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 putting something in place so so that social aspect of sport can take place and and that students particularly first year students um can kind of get on campus and and have that little bit of face-to-face even if it is social distance um so just to kind of change it then again, Katie, you completed uh, the exercise and health course here in WIT. Um, so what clubs were you involved in during your time in college and how important were they to your kind of whole experience in college? Um, so um, as a student, I was part of the ladies football club. And again, it was definitely um, massive to my whole college experience. Um, I suppose through the club, I did make so many lifelong friends and I'm sure yourself and Sean probably experienced that as well in your in your very colleges. Um, definitely as a first year, um, you know, when I came to college, I would have been quite shy and wouldn't have much confidence. So definitely, you know, just being part of a club helped me to settle in um, and to find my feet and definitely meet friends outside of your outside of the classroom. Obviously, have your friends within the academic um, setup, but it's also nice to kind of you know get to know people outside your course and. That, that definitely helped me to settle into into college. Brilliant, yeah. Um, 
obviously throughout the four years, is there a standout memory from that GA club that that, that you'd bring with you? Um, I suppose there's there's plenty of memories. Um, we we probably shouldn't mention all of them, but um, there's definitely one standout one, and that's just kind of the camaraderie um that third level sport has to offer. Um, what I mean by that is, like, it's probably the only time in your life where you'll get to play, you know, sport with girls from counties all over Ireland. Um, you know, during the week you're in college and you're you could be playing with girls from Cork, Clare, Donegal, wherever. And then at the weekend you might be playing them in an in an intercounty setup, so you're playing against them then. Um, and I suppose, like you know that that's a great memory that I'll I'll always have in the fact that, you know, it kind of helps to better my game, and then also it helps to better their game because you're dealing with them in two scenarios. As I said, you're with them during the week, but then at the weekend you're playing against them. So that's definitely one of my standout memories of playing. It's definitely something that comes up comes up a lot. I know we saw with um, Ursula Jacob recently filled out her alumni piece for us, and, exactly. and she she mentioned that county jerseys were left at the door, and and it's the same for all sports, it's whether it's rugby or or soccer or stuff. You could be playing against uh, a guy for your last ten years of your life on different clubs, and then you come into college and you're playing together, and it's a chance to become friends and make new friends. So, yeah. um, Sean, since since you've taken up your role in the sports office, you've been first team coach with the with the with Viking Soccer Club, how has that experience been for you, and has it been enjoyable for you? Oh, it's been great, Jack. I mean, it's been a nice kind of break for 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 me and for kind of all of us as well. From the the, the nine to five, I know, from, you know, for all of us, the kind of working in sport is not really kind of being at nine to five roles. So obviously, the things that we most enjoy is getting out, meet, seeing teams, and meeting teams and coaching teams, um, and then organizing our events, which might go on until late into the night. So I think that's where we're all kind of used to and that we all want to get back to as soon as possible. But from, you know, it's been a very enjoyable experience for me personally, kind of getting out, uh, meeting guys and kind of building a brand new team as well from when I first came in and kind of building a kind of new kind of atmosphere around the place within the within the team. Um, you know, we have a, a, lot of, a lot of new kids came in last year and kind of a few new boys coming this year. We've got kind of a returning returning squad as well. So we're kind of looking to to be one of the kind of Premier colleges of within within soccer within Ireland uh, this year. So hopefully there's some kind of structural competitions going ahead. Uh, but yeah, it's been a fabulous experience for me getting to know the guys and kind of um, improve myself as well through them uh, because it's kind of a different kind of experience for me from what I had in my life. Brilliant, Jess. You can see, I suppose, from from both your comments there that it's a it's all positive whether you're involved as as a player or a student or as a, a as a student or or a coach. Um, it's it's kind of positive, positive uh, feedback uh, on all sides. Um, a question for both of you now. We might go to you first, Sean. Um, is it, from your time working in the sports office, you'd obviously be dealing with plenty of clubs and societies. So, is there a particular club or society which, if you ha- were in college at the minute, would be eager to join? Let me think of that one. That's a good one. Um, there's a few ones. I think I think something like archery before um, different just kind of sport. Um, from what I'd be used to, I'd be obviously used to kind of team sports throughout my life, uh, but that kind of skilled kind of um, individual sport would be something that I'm interested in. Uh, I kind of had some experiences working with some of the athletes here in, uh, in the last two years from those kind of skilled, kind of um, highly skilled individual sports. So to kind of get involved with one of those and to kind of see what it's all about from a training purpose and from a coaching purpose would be really interesting for me. Same question to you, Katie, then. Um, 
I suppose I'd be quite similar to Sean in the fact that coming from a team sport, it would be nice to get involved in an individual sport. Um, the one that came to my mind would probably be athletics. Um, you know, you, you could, like with the, the training that Shane McCormack does with the guys, obviously you can adjust that to suit your, your various sports. Um, so I think, and then obviously getting to train with the likes of Phil Ely or somebody like that would be unbelievable. Um, so if I had my time back, I probably would look to get involved there because um, I think across the board it would probably help with your with your team sports just to get the basis of your running right your sprinting right and that that's probably what I, I'd like to do if I was to go back in time yeah I think I'd be similar I think I'd probably go for the like from like we're all coming from kind of team sport backgrounds I think I'd like to try uh, an individual sport like athletics or like the chance to obviously train with Phil or under the likes of Shane an international coach or I think I'd like boxing as well I just think the atmosphere in the St. Paul's Boxing Club under Neil Goff and, and Murph there, the two coaches, is, is fantastic. I think it's something I'd definitely like to give a try. Um, just to kind of touch on our open days. So uh, our, with Viking Sports Society's open day usually would have probably taken place by now or, or usually would have taken place around kind of the 20th of September. Um, but this year we're pushing it out to October 13th. Just obviously we're obviously kind of starting a bit later. Um, but it's going to look a bit different. Can you give us kind of an overview of, of, of what we plan on doing, Sean? Yeah, so it's looking like it's going to be all online, Jack. We were kind of uh, looking at ideas for getting students on campus, but it's just not kind of feasible with uh, guidelines ever-changing kind of um, uh, kind of atmosphere and rules that's going on around now. So it's looking like it's going to be all online with on a kind of Zoom chat uh, where we're going to invite some of the uh, sports societies kind of students that are running the clubs on to answer any questions. And then um, there'll be whatever unlimited kind of number of students that I can come on and type in questions or ask questions and we'll have different various presentations on different sports and scholarships and societies and all those different things. So kind of easy format for students to log in and just watch or get involved and all those different things. So looking forward to that. It'd be, again, it'd be, it'd be different from what we're used to, but um, I think we'll still make the most of it and try to get a good number of students signed up for the coming year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, as students, like obviously, we're taking out that kind of face-to-face meeting just to to keep keep in with the uh, public health guidelines. But how can students still register, Katie? Um, so I suppose last year, Jack, we would have implemented um an online registration form for sports and societies. Um, so again, that's going to be rolled out again this year. And um, basically, the link will be up on the WIT website and obviously our own social medias. Um, kind of coming up to the open day, so. It's as simple as clicking on the link. They fill in all their details um, and um, they register for the club that way. That, that's as simple as it is. Yeah, perfect. Uh, it's, it's, it's probably worth noting, noting, I'd say, that we're, we are taking out that, that um, open day where you'll have all your clubs and societies in the one building and all the students can come in and sign up. But uh, we're taking out that just because it's obviously not um, in keeping with, with the public health guidelines. But... Our office is still open, so we have all our, our screens up in front. We have our sanitize, sanitization stations. We have our uh, queue and signs on the floor and everything in place. So our office is still open. So we are located in the atrium of the main campus, on the Cork Road campus. So you can call in any time. Uh, we'll be there from next Monday onwards. So if you have any questions about sports and societies, you can contact us uh, or call in there, uh, whatever suits. So just before we kind of finish... I just want to touch on our alumni, which we've started recently. So um, we've launched the alumni program where we're hoping to be more connected with our past students. So WIT Sport have 
a fantastic history. I think everybody kind of listening would, would know some kind of bit of history that we've had, whether it's soccer or rugby or, or GA. We've uh, we've uh, quite a great history. So we're trying to kind of connect to our, our past students and, and past players. So can you tell us a bit more about that, Sean, and how people can sign up? Yeah, so it's been a massive effort for us in the last kind of two years to build the connection with past students and really just to kind of hold what we like to call the Viking sport community around the southeast and all the people within the kind of region as well. Um, so obviously you see a lot of kind of stuff coming up from our social media stuff. And then we kind of decided to launch this a few weeks ago just to kind of aim at that, specifically past students. Uh, so we kind of build a connection with with students from past students, whether they play sport or or not from various different clubs. So we can then kind of build on that connection to launch events in coming years, uh, both online and on campus. So very easy to sign up. You can find it online on our social media and on the WT website. Uh, they just sign up and then they receive all our information on a, a bi-weekly email, um, you know, all our podcast information, our online newsletters, and then any other news and updates as well. Um, and they also get lobbed into a competition, the Vikings, the Vikings Family Competition as well, which will be, the winner of that will be announced next week on October 1st, where they have a chance to win a voucher to the Lyrath Hotel and some other prizes like gear and jackets and all those different things so uh, just another kind of initiative to kind of build our connection with the, the overarching region and community and especially past students excellent yeah um great initiative obviously to keep keep everyone involved and keep everyone connected um so that concludes our podcast today uh, thanks a million to sean and katie from the with viking sports office for joining us uh today uh, we look forward to getting up and running for sports societies in wit this year even if it may look a, a little different uh, if you have any further questions, as I mentioned, about sports societies and WIT, you can call into the sports office from next Monday onwards, or you can reach out, with, out to us, as so many have already, on social media or by email on WIT Vikings, or, sorry, vikingsport at wit.ie. And just again to mention, our open days will take place on the 13th of October. Again, keep an eye on our social media. We'll have all the details there. And that's a wrap for episode 25. This podcast was brought to you by WIT Novus. Thanks for listening.